sex talk Derek and Miley Cause sexuality is tough And okay sex just isn't good enough No Sex talk With Erica Miley Welcome back to Sex Talk with Erica Miley Erica Miley here I am so glad to be chatting with you all today It's just me and you So I I just wanted to take this opportunity for the first episode of this season. It's just just you and me. I mean, this whole thing started with just you and me. So I I was like, you know what? Intro episode, me and you. So I want to kind of tell you what I've been, what the heck I've been up to. (laughs) I know uh, the very last episode of the season, I kind of tried to tell you all where we're going and I I think what I've been essentially trying to do, I know like many of you and many of my clients, is is dealing with the the big feelings of going through COVID, but also trying to recover. Either I know some folks out there are trying to recover from COVID itself, but also just recovering from the massive depression, trauma experience that we've all been going through. Uh, I know that I've been feeling better-ish, and yes, I think that's a feeling, (laughs) better-ish. It's not not the way that it used to be, and I I don't know that, I I don't know that it will be. I don't know that we will return to the before time or pre-pandemic time, however you want to phrase it. I, I don't know that we'll return to all the, piece of the pieces that of life that we were involved in before. I think for the pandemic, uh, many people found that, yes, of course, the isolation was hard, but there was also um, a pruning of the things that maybe we had deemed to be important when in reality they weren't and actually causing us more harm than good. I, I'm finding with many of my clients as they've been going through this and now that they've, they're coming out of it, uh, being more willing to put down boundaries. I know I am. <laughs> Even with myself, I find that those boundaries... Um, they, they they may be the hardest to to manage is is keeping promises to myself really paying attention to my energy expenditure of what i've got inside of me and what and who i give that to every single day and and i don't know about all of you but i i definitely notice it's changed so many of my relationships in my life and made it very, very clear to me who I really want to continue to spend time with. I'm not going to put any of my my closest friends or family on blast here because that's not fair. Um, not in a bad way. I mean, on blast, like they had my back, y'all. Like my, my closest family and my closest friends. I I don't know how I would have gotten through any of this um i i don't i don't know i i have a a, sna- a snapchat group that i love so desperately um i love you girls 
so very much. And I, I, I just, <laughs> I'm just, I know y'all, I'm, I'm waxing poetic. I get it. I'm, I'm kind of just running my mouth here, but I, there, it, there's been, we've been through a lot over the last year and a half, almost two years for many of us. And it's okay for us to make life changes based on that. This isn't just going to be an intro episode and just be like, Erica, are you ending the podcast? No, I'm not. I'm not. I adjusted the podcast schedule because of my energy levels. And my energy levels are getting better. But tell you what, <laughs> it, 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 uh, it takes a lot more effort anymore to do the same things that I did before. So... Uh, being mindful of that has has made me really, really, really narrow my fo- focus. So uh, I just want to to say thank you to all the listeners out there who continue to stick with us, uh, the Sex Talk family. You're great. We just love all of you. Um, and welcome to new people. Um, I promise not every episode will just me be uh, <laughs> running my mouth. Even though most of you who listen to the show know that I like to do that. <laughs> so what what have I been up to, really? Uh, I'm in the process, as I told you the at the last um, episode of the last season, I've been working on my PhD. And let me tell you a little bit about just my feelings about that generally. I never in my wildest dreams ever thought that that would be something I would be able to do. Some of you uh, might be aware, I, I know that I've mentioned in passing from time to time on the show that I am from uh, a podunk nowhere town in California. Shout out to uh, Weaverville, California, and shout out to my folks who who uh, listen, who I went to school with. I I did not envision, it. college was something that my parents insisted on, but I did never ever envision that I would go beyond getting a bachelor's degree. I remember very clearly, oh, and uh, let's also be real, my family was not of means. <laughs> I am not, I'm not gonna hate on my family at all. Like I'm just kind of setting the context for, you know, a, a a poor kid from a tiny town in California, and I do mean tiny town, a, a town of less than three thousand. So, like, I, I'm I'm really serious. Like, I never envisioned that uh, I would be a, a girl getting my PhD and uh, be at this level of education and feel like uh, a smart kid. Um, I remember being getting my bachelor's degree and. I had this wonderful professor, Noel Westcombe, um, uh, rest in peace, he's, he's since passed on, but he was the first person uh, that ever looked at me, and I, I tell you what, y'all, I struggled, I struggled in his statistics class, but he had the patience of a saint. <laughs> he, he taught middle school for a long time, so he had... Uh, wells of patience I still even almost um I'm being in my late 30s like I still don't understand where he got that well of patience from but he he looked at me and he said Erica have you ever thought of graduate school and I just was like what (laughs) like I did huh? I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. I, I, that's for smart people, right? Like I actually said that to him and he was like, uh, guess what kid? <laughs> you're a smart kid. And I, 
I, I just say that to, to kind of give you context and also to tell you like just because of where you come from or whatever assumptions you you may have of, of what is possible for you in life, that is absolutely <laughs> a perspective that is shaped and can be reshaped. Um, and I can, and I can tell you just from personal experience that I never bargained to be at the level of getting my, my doctorate degree, uh, working on getting my doctorate degree and having other people, other professionals that I very much look up to rooting for me. So, and, and I just want you all to know that whatever, whatever little secret dream you've got, or whatever little thing that you never thought was possible for you. When somebody, even just one person looks at you and says, hey, like, I do think that that's possible. Keep that, hold on to it. It sure made a difference in my life. And the people who are on my dissertation committee, shout out to uh, Dr. Nazanin Moali, Dr. Ari Tuckman, and Dr. Rachel Needle. They, They have been a wonderful support to me, but also... Uh, they have made it very clear that they're rooting for me. And I, I just, I, I, I want to say to all of you, I may not know you. I know I may not be able to see you on a regular basis, but I'm rooting for you. Whatever little dream you've got, I'm rooting for you. So there's some more waxing poetic. <laughs> the other thing we've been up to is I own, many of you are aware, I own a group practice that is entirely online. That was before COVID, y'all. My practice has been online for about four years and we have been in the midst of hiring a lot of therapists. Big surprise when there's a global pandemic. It has placed a direct spotlight on the desperate need for mental and sexual health therapy. We, <laughs> if you have any interest, any of you out there, interest in becoming a therapist or becoming a behavioral health specialist, the, the work is out here, folks. <laughs> we have been very, very busy with not only our own caseloads, but um, I can't hire therapists fast enough. And I hire therapists that are interested in sexuality so that uh, they can really do the work that they're super, super interested in doing and support you folks out there that do need therapy and you're looking for people who are experts and who can really, really support you talking about the things that you're so afraid to talk about with anybody else. So that's kind of like the briefest update. (laughs) I know all of you have gone through, you know, trying to navigate relationships and many of my clients are trying to figure out whether they want to stay in the relationships they're in at post pandemic or how to navigate conflicts that arose during the pandemic that maybe were there before, but they were a, they were so busy before that they couldn't or didn't have the space to be able to handle those conflicts. And then when you're locked inside with somebody for a long period of time, you, you can't help but see those problems. Uh, I, our kids uh, got out of school we had to navigate all of that. And now what does it mean to enter the world a little bit at a time? I, I know all of you are asking yourselves these questions and, and trying to figure out what the next steps are. I, I just want to say like your reticence or fear or 
readiness to jump back out there in the world or or maybe you're still a little worried and don't know really how to manage all of that that's okay it's okay to be slow about this it's okay and by this I mean by getting out back into the world it's okay to be intentional about it it's okay to reevaluate your boundaries whatever they need to be it's okay to reconnect with your body in ways that maybe you've never considered before it's okay to be kind to yourself. And uh, I'm going to say this out the gate. Who the fuck cares if you gained weight during a pandemic? Mm. Uh, I, I don't care. <laughs> like If you did, okay. If you didn't, okay too. Um, just know that every single one of us has fought this same battle. All of us have a different story, of course, but... We've all been fighting this same battle, trying to figure out what's next. And I'm sure all of you can now hear my husband mowing the lawn outside. (laughs) So on to what this season's about. This entire season has got a theme. I decided I wanted to do an entire season about vulvas and women. (laughs) I wanted to really put a spotlight. And guess what? Other things are going to come. Other other themes for different seasons are going to come. Don't worry. Penises, you'll get your turn. But vulvas in particular, women's sexuality, each one of the episodes has a unique frame with this theme in mind. Uh, we've got some wonderful folks coming on the show this season. Uh, we're going to talk about power and control with Tina Love. Uh, y'all, I cannot wait for you to hear from Tina. She is just a wonderful human being. And uh, I know here in social media, social media, you've probably been getting some teasers of some of these episodes. Um, Tina did a beautiful job telling us her her just her her vulnerable story about trying to come to terms with learning how to reconnect with her body after having been through an abusive relationship. Cindy Darnell's coming back on the show. Y'all know I'm a fan of hers. (laughs) Cindy is uh, uh, an incredible professional and smart, smart. And oh yeah, y'all know I want to be her when I grow up. Uh, Whatever growing up means. We also have a new guest to the show. Heather McPherson's coming on the show. Uh, we talk about a desire and learning together, and it's it's a really cool episode. Cassie Wilner. I know some of you may have seen Cassie and I's uh, IG Live that we did together, which was a ton of fun. So we're talking about how to say fuck the diet culture together. That's a great time. Also, uh, I'm not going to you know spoil too many more episodes for you, um, but y'all are going to get to meet some of the therapists that I've hired. Specifically, you're going to gonna get to revisit one of the therapists that has been with us for a while, um, whom I dearly love, Jennifer Adair. She's wonderful. And many of you listening might even be familiar with her as your therapist. You'll get to hear from Jen and we talk a little bit about how we've navigated the pandemic and, and some of the things that we've heard from folks. 
you're also going to hear from uh, Gigi Engel and you're also going to hear from Vanessa Carlisle. And I'm not going to go too much further into what some of those episodes are about because I think uh, I want to leave, I want to leave a little bit, a little bit of a mystery, a little bit of a something to look forward to. So um, I think that's all the things, y'all. I think that's all the things that's in my head. <laughs> I uh, appreciate that the sex talk family keeps coming back and uh, listening to the show. I I just am so tickled to get to to chat with you all and uh, hear from you. And I hope that these episodes give you not only just information, but something to smile about and uh, to understand and see, see themes of yourself in some of these episodes. So I, I want you all to continue to take care of yourself, be kind to yourself. That includes keeping your own boundaries. Mm, mm, mm. Keeping, I, I guess that maybe that's the theme of this episode. What does it mean to keep boundaries with yourself? All right, folks. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you next time.